You're listening to B2B Nation, a podcast from Technology Advice designed to help marketers navigate the modern B2B buyer's journey. Here's your host, Mike Pastor. Software developers are a different breed. So when you're marketing tools to developers, the builders in an organization, you can't approach the developers the same way you would approach, say, business decision makers or company executives. But don't take my word for it. Some businesses fail to understand is how powerful the, the hands-on developers are in the company hierarchy. Uh, so if you build a marketing, a go-to-market in a SaaS company, you always choose between bottom-up or top-bottom. When you market to developers, the hands-on developers, the one that uh, the builders, like you uh, described it, they are very powerful, even in, uh, in an hierarchy, even in uh, companies that uh, the decision-making is uh, way up in the, in the company hierarchy. You won't be able to drop down a, a sale or a product uh, that uh, developers uh, will use it unless it comes from them, unless they adopted it, unless they liked it. That's Jonathan Shalak from JFrog. And on this episode of B2B Nation, we're going to talk about what some marketers and businesses fail to understand about developers, about what it takes to influence developers, and the outsized role that developers play in the decision-making process at some organizations. Welcome to B2B Nation. Yonatan Shalak, welcome to B2B Nation. Why don't you take a second and tell us who you are and what you do? Thanks, Mike. So I'm... I'm Jonathan, I'm leading the demand generation uh, efforts here in JFOG for EMEA and APAC markets. Um, JFOG is a, a software company. Uh, we power the software supply chain, <clears throat> a global leading market in, in that area of DevOps and uh, security, software security. Um, I've been here for uh, two years now, uh, past experience in uh, smaller companies, in agencies, uh, and yeah, based in Israel, uh, our headquarters are split between uh, uh, Tel Aviv and uh, California. And uh, happy, happy to share. We talk to a lot of marketers who are working for SaaS companies and they're focused on targeting hot areas like customer experience, data. Let's talk about the challenges of targeting developers, builders. So uh, it's interesting that you said that developers are the builders. Uh, we, we tend to agree. We look at the, in JFOG, we look at the software supply chain, just like any kind of uh, supply chain in, uh, in a factory, let's call it. And the, the bottom, the main, the main part is the developers, the builders, and they are probably the most expensive and sophisticated builders there are. I think the main challenge of targeting them is that they, they, are not, they don't appreciate the sales or the marketing uh, efforts that uh, usually in other companies you do. Um, so where you publish and, uh, and promote yourself usually, they, they tend to avoid it, uh, even in uh, events and so on. They, they would uh, join uh, only community events and they would be less uh, friendly, let's call it, uh, when, you, when you call them, when you're outbound and so on. Um, a good sales speech, a brilliant product messaging that won't win you the hearts of developers. Your brand, your reputation, your success in marketing it will always be determined by how much they like the, your product. Your, your cha- if you want to find a champion within the developers, you'll have to do it uh, through a top technology or a brilliant product. And, and then from there, grow and the, the awareness, grow in the community of the developers. 
and and that would be the the way to success. What do you think businesses fail to understand about developers, either marketing to developers or working with developers? So I think today businesses do understand developers better than they, they used to. Uh, companies like J4 kind of paved the way uh, on the B2B marketing, uh, always uh, bottom up. And it, it is a different situation than it was a few years ago. Still, some businesses fail to understand is how powerful the, the ends on the developers are in the company hierarchy. Uh, so if you build a marketing, a go-to-market in a SaaS company, you always choose between a bottom-up or top-bottom. When you uh, market to developers, the ends on the developers, the one that uh, the builders, like you uh, described it, they are very powerful, even in, uh, in an hierarchy, even in uh, companies that uh, the decision-making is uh, way up in the, in the company hierarchy. Um, you won't be able to drop down a, a sale or a product uh, that uh, developers uh, will use it unless it comes from them, unless they adopted it, unless they liked it. Uh, so that's kind of different. And, uh, and, and by the way, there are markets in the world, uh, for example, in Asia, where the uh, decision making is, is way up and it's usually would be uh, top down. And when it comes to developers, it makes the sales uh, much more complicated. What do you think is the most effective strategy for creating demand for you over the past two years? The past two years have been kind of a mess. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so uh, there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of demand strategy has been turned on its head. So what for you is uh, has been the most effective strategy? Uh, you know, I always like to be to be original and, and, and think of myself as creative. But if you look at effective uh, strategy in the last two years, I'm, I'm afraid I have nothing original to say. So it's got to be ABM. It's got to be account-based marketing. Uh, for me, that's what worked. Uh, and, and probably that's why it's a, it's a popular buzzword, right? So, so nothing new. Account-based marketing worked in the previous company I, I worked with. And that's what kind of brings the, the best ROI in terms of uh, marketing efforts uh, right now. It, of course, relies on a deep understanding of the funnel. It's uh, harder to scale. You need a lot more content, and you have to be very strategic and align with the sales team. But it's it's worth it. Uh, you have to be strategic about it, but it's worth it. What do you think is the most important skill in B2B marketing today? So I, I don't think today is, is very different than it used to be about uh, marketing skills. Uh, um, Data-driven approach is the most important thing, in my opinion. Creative mind. Of course, uh, so you could understand purify messaging, and I would add strategic thinking. Uh, super important, especially in heavy B two B businesses, SaaS B two B businesses like ours. When you can launch a campaign today and you see the effect on the company's pipeline in eight or maybe ten months from now, so you have to plan everything ahead. You have to be very strategic. Um, but I, I can point out an important skill that I found in, in the last couple of years for uh, demand generation. Um, and it kind of reminds me the uh, American uh, TV crime series. Uh, so like kind of a, a profiler, I would call it. A forensic uh, psychologist, you have to be kind of forensic in tracking and attributing uh, results to your efforts. And you have to be a psychologist in the way that you look at the personas at your target audience. Uh, we, we mentioned developers before and, and uh, how much you have to know them in, in order to market to them. 
Uh, so I would say the unique skill would be to see through the eyes of your customers, uh, your end uh, customers. You have to think like your persona, you have to understand them better than anyone, uh, uh, maybe even like the product manager. Uh, you have to know their pains and uh, where they spend their time, uh, what are their interests. Um, and yeah, that's uh, what I would say is, is the new skill or what separates the main generation from the rest. So what is your favorite tool? What is the tool you can't work without? And please don't say the phone uh, unless you're citing a specific app. Um, well, I couldn't uh, do anything without my phone, but it's not, it's not my answer. Uh, marketing stake. Everybody involved knows how wide it is. Uh, only looking at the tools that we use, uh, 20 to 30 of them at any given point, uh, but they're all pretty much replaceable. Uh, if you ask me what's my favorite tool, uh, it's not a marketing tool, it's, uh, it's uh, Slack. I'm a big Slack fan, I'm an advocate for Slack. Uh, it's not a marketing tool, but it's something that improves my productivity uh, on a day-to-day -day base. Uh, other than helping uh, to achieve better work-life balance, right? So um, uh, I work with uh, global teams. Uh, literally, the time zones uh, cover the, the entire 24 hours uh, between our markets in uh, Japan, China, uh, on the one side, and uh, the US. Our headquarters are in California, and, and I'm in EMEA. So having a, a second uh, DM platform uh, that creates another level of availability is, is super important on that level. Uh, but, but for me, it's not just that. Uh, Slack is highly integrated. So the, the number of things I do with Slack from uh, starting a, a, a Zoom call to starting a, a, any kind of meeting, because it's integrated to my Google Calendar. So I get a, a Slack message when a, a meeting is about to start and I can join the meeting right away, or I'm getting a Slack message from a our food provider when my lunch comes into the office. Uh, if you know how to leverage the, the, the full uh, integration API uh, availabilities of, uh, of Slack, you get uh, a great productivity tool. Um, so if you mix the great productivity with uh, amazing communication skills, and, and I do think it's the best DM platform uh, available, uh, you get a great tool. So definitely Slack. Yanatin Shalak, thanks for joining us on B2B Nation. Thank you. Bye, Mike. Right. Thanks again to Yanatin Shalak for joining us on this episode of B2B Nation. Thanks also to the technology advice crew, Amy Dunn and KJ Pace. You can subscribe to B2B Nation wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, and Spotify, among others. Pneumonics in the Guild composed our theme song. See you next time on B2B Nation.